Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Whiskey Talk with Mario. I have my whiskey poured. Do you? Hello. 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 What's going on? Oh, you know, rocking and rolling. Rock and roll. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. All right. Mendoza just. just Your boy just got on. What's up, guys? What's up, Dozer? Oh, my God. I heard you guys in a minute. I know, right? <laughs> oh, man. Bring, brings me back, boys. We're just, yes, missing, uh, we're just missing Mondongo. Yeah, no, he's lagging right now. I tried calling him. He'll probably he'll, he'll hop on eventually. Mm. Uh, question for the both of you guys. Now, I got my whiskey served. I know, bread you can't drink right now. What about you, Dozer? See, because of the podcast, and I have listened to this before, I, I'm already all set right here. I got my myself... Man. A little bit of Stillhouse Black Bourbon. Oh. Okay. On the rocks. Oh, shit. Damn. Okay. Which, which <laughs> I'm going to be sipping on. You, you're outdoing me on my own show, but I got good old Woodford. Um, I got it with a little bit of Diet Coke and one one ice cube. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. What you sipping on? Are you are you sipping on Mountain Dew, Red? Sipping on that them energy drinks, man. Got to stay up all night. Yeah, no, I feel you, brother. Definitely don't want you drunk out there. Yeah. So talk to me, guys. What have you guys been up to, man? Talk. Um. So, you know, this is being recorded, Red. This is your second time doing this with me, but um. You know, normally I, I introduce you guys, I talk a little bit about where I met you guys, and then I let each and every one of you introduce yourself. So, uh, Brennemeyer, this is my boy from Nebraska. Um, you know, I never thought I would have had anything in common with Brett. I mean, we are different as they come. I mean, I'm, I'm a hood boy from L.A. Uh, <laughs> Brett is, you know, he's, he's, he's uh, what, what do I call you, Brett? Well, he's a, he's a white boy. You can call me them kin folk, them country boys. You know, we take boy, care. Of he's <laughs> one of the country boys. He he has he has a he, he's built like a fucking. Uh, I mean, this boy got he, he you know he, you're what you're like five eight, Brett. Yep. But this man's hands are like two of mine. Holy shit, fucking corn fed ass motherfucker, but. Um, me and Brett, <laughs> me and Brett, we we met in uh in Bahrain. Uh, we were deployed together, and um, initially I I didn't know what to think of him. I I didn't know how to read Brett. You know, first time I, I ever met anyone like him, and uh, you know, I just I was like, man, I don't know how, how to feel about this guy. And then one time I was stuck with him. We we're working together. I had no choice but to talk to him. And then I realized, yo, this dude is cool as. Fuck, probably one of the most cool people I've ever met in my life. And, um, yeah, we, we talked a lot of politics, a lot of history, music. And uh, Brad was actually one of the first people that introduced me to some good country music. So uh, thanks to him, you know, now I'm deep in the country music thing. But uh, Dozer, Dozer, my other boy. Um, also, we met in Bahrain. We were on deployment. I liked him immediately. First time I met him, we had a lot in common. 
Um, I think we first started talking when we were in in South Carolina. We were doing some training over there. So, yeah, guys, uh, introduce yourselves, say what you want to say, and uh, let my audience know who you are. Already. Well, I'm Taylor Bredemeyer, and uh, I'm a small-town cop here in Nebraska. I got a, I got a kid now. Well, step-kid, but he's still mine. Okay. I, I mean, still, no, that's your boy, man. I don't give a fuck if it's step or not. Like, that's your boy. Exactly. I agree. I... I don't like to say I saved him from a, from a, you know, not so good dad, father. I'll say father, you know, yeah. but, you know, like I, in my eyes, it's kind of a duty. It's an obligation to help, help everybody out, you know, and he's my kid now. He's under my wing, my guidance. Well, you know what? You racing a child, dude, you racing that boy to me, I have every bit of faith that he's going to turn out to be a great kid, a great man. So I'm happy that I'm happy that you're taking on that responsibility. I've, I've always wondered what my boys thought. So I, I it's news to me. I'm but did you know this uh dozer? Oh yeah, I've gotten a few calls, man. Like I said, I've oh. I've been uh, oh. pretty good about trying to keep up with everybody, you know. Uh, reaching out towards you to Bertemeyer, hell, even Almo every now and then, you know, I'll I'll hit him up, you know. I try to keep up with, you know, the people I, you know, actually hung out with over there too. Like there's a couple of people I still keep in contact from this last deployment. Right. But, uh, you know, not, so, not, not much so, on my end. You know, uh, still doing a uh, private security right now. Right now, I'm actually in charge of uh, watching one of the inmates for the local county here. Nice. Uh, while he's a uh, while he's on medical hold. Mm. And uh, other than that, you know, I've got a second job working at a children's hospital, you know, doing okay. security for them as well. You know, so when you say watching inmates, uh, is this uh, contracted? Or are you working directly for the county, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, it's, a, it's a special contract that's that's with the okay. county. Gotcha, so, gotcha. Yeah. You know, you, you mostly see this in a couple of the bigger companies because, like, Allied Universal, G4S, they were – you know, the bigger yeah. companies that were doing this for a lot of the, like, right. the federal agencies and stuff like that. You know, we're yeah. the company I'm working with right now. They've uh, they've been trying to, you know, well they've been, they have been getting bigger over the last few years. You know, I started with them, you know, when they were uh, only doing apartments, and now they're moving on and uh, they're looking into getting into a co contract with uh, CHP as well as an another one of the counties right here. I love that, man. I love that because. Me and Brett always talked about, um, you know, like small businesses, competition, the whole concept of capitalism. And uh, I'm, dude, I'm like, I, I work for one of the biggest security companies, but I literally, like, I see them as I see them buy out more and more companies. I feel like there needs to be another competition. Like, there needs to be another company that grows because, you know, this company is taking over everything, bro. Like, pretty, pretty soon, it's going to be just this company if no one else comes and gives them competition. No, absolutely. You know, and you're seeing that more with uh, with not just you know, you know, 
retail security and stuff like that. You're seeing this now with a lot more of uh, hospitals and a lot of county positions as well, too. Like yeah. I know that uh, Allied Universal recently um, bought out the contract, well, bought out a company that owned a contract for one of the local hospitals here, or one of the biggest hospitals here. And right. they they just completely took that over. Right. Brad. Yeah, what's up? Be, uh, feel free to jump in anytime if if uh, if you have some input to say. You know what I mean? But well, um, I mean, I have a county job, and my God, it's uh, it's pretty good. The the bennies are pretty good. So. <laughs> so so, uh, Brad, I don't I don't know if uh, you had talked to a dozer about this, but <laughs> at one point, Brad was like, "Hey, you should move over here to Nebraska, man. Get yourself a, a county job with the sheriff's he department." He was trying to get me to go out there too. Ah. <laughs> you miss us, man. I was. You miss your Mexicans. We get it. I, I miss y'all. You're you a fun people. Do you no, do I'm you gonna... think that me and Dozer would survive out there? That's that's my first question. Is we're both California boys. Well, it would be a culture shock. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Like down here, things move real slow. So when things move fast, it catches your eye. So it's pretty. That's, that's kind of how it is being a deputy. Anything that kind of is not around the norm is instantaneously suspicious. So, right. So, okay. yo, hold being, on, Mario, before, before yeah. we continue, can I cuss on this, on this podcast? My man, you can cuss, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do, bro. Go for okay. it. Feel free. Because I, I have to point something out. Okay. Oh. Taylor, my boy. Yeah, I'm not so much worried about the culture shock. I'm more worried about the cold, okay? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm not used to that shit, all right? I'm going to be walking around there like a fucking, like a turtle freaking with his freaking head inside the fucking shell. Right? <laughs> like, what the fuck to do? Well, I can tell you with the wind chill, it could, the, the temperature outside still will be probably 10 degrees during the worst of the winter. But with the wind chill, it's down. It gets down clear into the negatives. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> you can have that. Um, hey, did it snow? How much <laughs> land you could buy there? <laughs> What's up? I don't care how much land you could buy there for freaking three fifty. <laughs> Those are did it snow over there on your side of town? Uh, not exactly where I'm at, but like just. Uh, basically down the street, you know, um, the next town over, there was some snow. So okay, we got a little bit of snow here in uh, the Inland Empire. You know, that's the trippy part. That w- I was kind of curious about about how y'all would react to that because LA drivers, as it is, are always in a rush. So with add snow to that, I was I was wondering. I was like, damn, you know, cars are just stacking up on the side. Well, of the road. I I moved out of LA, so I don't I don't like. It. In LA, as far as I know, only in Long Beach it snowed, but LA was kind of uh, out of that picture. But in the Inland Empire, we got a lot of snow, and it never, it hardly ever snows here unless you're in the mountains. So that was interesting. To see where that came from that, the whole fucking is it another polar vortex situation? Like I don't know what the fuck that was. Well, boys, the amount of snow that we got here was probably probably 
A foot, a foot and a half. Foot and a half. You know, you know what? I'm so retarded. I don't even know how to measure. Like, what does that mean in terms of snow? Uh, it'd be about halfway up your calf, I guess. Oh, so in terms of height, that's how they measure snow. Yeah, in terms of how far it is from the ground to the to where to how tall the snow is. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. Shit, yeah, about, dude. Yeah, it's about halfway up your calf. Dude, did we, did we lose the What's up? I said, I think we lost Dozier. His uh, connection might have failed. I think we lost Dozier. I don't know. Yep. How's your, um, how's your night going? Are you pretty busy tonight? Uh, well, <laughs> I'm going to be doing a stakeout here in a bit. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, I got three traffic stops. A guy peeled out of a guy, of another guy's uh, driveway. Be on the lookout for a, a two-door silver car over on Highway 4 there. Oh, shit. You got a bola going on? Yeah, it's just a lookout. I think I know who it is because mm. – there's been a instance of a prowler being out and about, peeping in people's windows, being being a weirdo. <laughs> How many people do you have in your town? In Pawnee City, just Pawnee City, which is the most populated, we have 862, I believe. That's how many people <laughs> you have in your county? Hey, welcome back, Mendoza. Yeah, sorry about that, boys. I'm not sure what happened there. Connection sometimes when the connection drops, it'll disconnect you. Okay, okay, yeah. But, um, how many? How much we have in the county is just under yeah. 3,000. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> Dude, I, I'm gonna, I'm about to pack my shit up and move over there right now. Just under 3,000, like. I don't know. You could buy. You could buy probably. I would say with a hundred thousand dollars. Oh man, you're buying the nicest house out here. You're gonna live like a doctor, man. Now let me ask you this, Brett. Nebraska, is it is it now a red state? Is it a blue state? Where is Nebraska politically right now? It's purple. It's purple. But it's- who do they vote for the most this election? Uh, well, Lincoln and Omaha. Those are the only two blue districts, which make up like 80% of the population. So, no shit. Yep. And we also split our vote. We split our vote like Maine does. We don't, it's not a winner to call. Uh, so, 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 so that means that, so that means that Nebraska isn't solid red or solid blue. Nope. It's striped. Holy shit, dude. That's pretty dope. Yeah, our, our five electoral votes split three Republican and two Democrat, hmm. typically. Damn, I, I, I that was applied in California, dude, because, you know, now that I moved out of L.A., I moved those. I don't know if you know uh, if you're familiar with the Inland Empire. Uh, No, I'm, I'm really not. 
So it's like the desert cities is what they call them. Desert cities. You have uh, Riverside. Um, you have uh, San Bernardino. You have like these different counties and a bunch of cities in the desert. And uh, I know, recently, since I've like moved and I've been traveling and uh, driving a lot, a lot of California is fucking red, bro. I live in a red county. Yeah. Yeah, I know. If, if you head up north too, man, which was surprising for me, man, that uh, well, the farm cities, right? Up, up towards uh, Sacramento. Yeah, there's it's actually very red, dude. Right here where I live, I so I moved to one of the desert cities. It's called Hemet, and uh, dude, all you see is is uh, like Trump flags, um, a, a lot of veterans, a lot of uh, former. Uh, you know, Marines, Army, and it's like, it's a different world from where I came from, from LA. It's like a completely different world, bro. It's it's crazy. Like, I wish that California display more of what it looks like. Like, most of the counties, the small counties and shit like that are red. Yeah, man. I mean, we are led by the... By the it's fucking stupid. I agree. One one thing I have a I have a bit of a a bone to pick with is like they'll siphon money out of these small towns and the farmers and stuff and it all goes it all goes to Omaha, man. Yeah. Well, you know, but, there's just there's just a big big problem in general with the spending here in California. I mean, we've spent the last few years building a bullet train starting in Fresno that was supposed to head up to San Francisco and then back down to LA. Right. And here we are. It's been rough roughly about six, seven years since they started the project, started building the project. It still hasn't even left our city. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They're, these guys these guys are millions of dollars over budget. They have no idea what what's what to do, and it's just it's at, it's at a standstill. I mean, see the concept. The concept. The concept of it to me makes sense. Like we want to improve transportation in the state. It's a big state, but my problem is, like you said, it's it's all the um, the games that they play right, with contractors uh, you know who knows what's going on behind the scenes like the contractors that they hire like what if they're playing favors you know like oh we're gonna we're gonna choose this union we're gonna we're not gonna choose mom and pop you know over here we're gonna choose this union because they donate to us you, you know what I mean yeah like there's a lot of shit that happens behind the scenes and I I, I don't know I'm not saying I know anything but I wonder if that plays a big role. Why this shit hasn't gotten done? I mean, yeah, it could. You know that, and the longer they keep this going, the more money they're able to fund into their pockets. Mm -hmm. Dude, and and I I don't know if you remember, but when when I met you guys, you and Brett, I was a full on Bernie bro. Oh, trust me, I remember. <laughs> we had long conversations about that. You know. Out on the smoke deck, or out in the uh, in our little freaking 
uh, MWR when we were getting some beers there. Right. Yeah, we had yeah me, and Brett, me and Brett had a lot of intense conversations about this shit where Brett was just trying to tell me that, like, bro, like, no, you don't understand. We can't afford that. We cannot keep taxing. Is it, the money's going to come from somewhere, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, here's the thing, you know, on, on paper, it sounds great because they're only showing you all the right. good stuff, all the flashy stuff. Hey, yeah, you're going to get this. You're going to get that. Guess what? You're going to get this, you know, but they don't show you. Oh, you know, but here's what we're going to take away from you in order to make that happen. Well, yeah, the billing, stuff, but they don't show you what it comes down to. Yeah, right. the billionaires aren't going to pay for it. The billionaires are going to do what they what they've always done. So you know who they're going to put it on? They're going to put it on me and you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the billionaires, man, they're going to stay rich. They're going to they're going to always have their tax umbrellas. Yeah. Yeah, and that was I, w- I heard somebody say that uh, recently. I f- oh, pra- you guys know who PBD is? Patrick, Bed David. Mm, I can't say that I, d- I do. Well, he has a podcast, but anyways, something that he said that made sense to me. He said, "Look, it's not that billionaires and millionaires. It's not that they are cheating. It's that they have better tax preparers than you do. Yeah, they're not." They're they're not uh, cheating the system. Like a lot of people demonize millionaires. Like oh, they're cheating the system. That's not the case. Now that I uh, I've been uh, looking into taxes because I, on the side I do a ten ninety nine job. I realize the ways that you can that you is not cheat the system, but use the system to your advantage when it comes to taxes. When you're a, when you're a business owner, right? When you're a private contractor, like you can you can. Uh, not manipulate, but you can use the tax system to work for you. Yep. And, and that's the only difference is that millionaires, billionaires, they have experts that they pay that understand taxes that will, you know, help them find these loopholes and and not have to pay all this fucking money into the system. So when when you know politicians going like Democrats going demonize millionaires, it's like, dude, this is the shit that you put into practice. That's what Trump was saying. You know, Trump was saying the whole time, hey, I'm just using what you guys put out there, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's that's why everybody liked him. He was saying, hey, I'm not cheating. You guys literally put this into law, so I'm using it. Well, what right. else am I supposed to do? You did it. Right, right, right. So, yeah, man, like, it, it took a minute, but, you know, I finally started to see things for how they really are. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'm not one of these people that 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 are like, oh fuck communism, oh, oh fuck socialism, or uh, you know, I'm not that type of person. I think that socialism, or or a combination of both socialism and capitalism, may be a good idea. Maybe in another country, maybe in Europe, they know how to do it. You know, maybe they've gotten it down, you know, to a T in in fucking Sweden or whatever. But the way America is American culture. The way we came out to be as a as a nation, we fucking the 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 whole Tea Party thing. You know what I mean? Like we've always rebelled against taxes. We've always rebelled against you know uh, a primitive version of of communism of socialism. We never wanted that in this country. 
And so for us to think that we're going to change the culture of this country is idiotic. It's true. It's true. Like we're, we, we fought over taxes without representation. And yet now today, like, if anything, I like, I like Andrew Yang. I think Andrew Yang had, a, had the had the right idea to shoot for, you know, it's not, we should go total socialism. We should have kind of a mix going on, you know, saying, Hey, you know, of course, like you, if you make more, you got to pay more, but at the same time, like, let's, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what back in, back in those days. I like, I like Andrew. Yang. He, had a, he, had, he had a decent idea, but as soon as he said, you know, let's get rid of the UFC. I said, fuck that dude. Wait, he said get rid of the UFC. Did he really? No, he, he, no he's, he's been waging a, a a battle against the UFC um, for uh, for monopolizing the MMA sport. You know, and uh, well, because um, okay, if you look at boxing, okay, boxing, right? Most of those guys, they're their own independent contra- contractors. They're able to negotiate for their fights, for their pay, for things like that. Right, right. And in a way, it's 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 similar, you know, in MMA. But you know, out of every promotional fight that they that they come out with, every pay per view, fighter pay only adds up to maybe about ten percent of total revenue. Right. Oh, I I see. Wait, hold on. I kind of get what you're saying. So, so in boxing, you have different factions. You have. Uh, Paper, uh, no, I'm sorry, not pay per view. You yeah, have Showtime, you have HBO, but the yeah. boxers they can choose where they want to go. Whereas in UFC, it's kind of a monopoly. Like they're they're like this company. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're other companies too, but I mean, for the most part, you know, with boxers, they're able to, you know, have multiple promote promoters on the card, so it's not just, you know. Under one thing, right? Because UFC, there you know, is no, there could, is no equivalent of UFC, right? Exactly. Right. There, like, there's a commission, but there is no like boxing equivalent of UFC. That makes fucking sense, dude. So, what is Yang's uh, stand on that? Like, what is, is he trying to break UFC apart, or what is he? What he's is he trying to, make so trying, to, trying to make, break it apart? But he's he's been exposing or trying to expose uh, their pay, their pay issue because, you know, a lot of new, these guys do get locked into like their earlier contracts. Yeah. They, they get very little. And when you take into, you know, training costs there, cause they, they have to pay for their own medical, you know, their own training, their own, you know, everything the the UFC, for instance, they only provide, you know, the fighters pay and the fighters travel and lodging for, the week of the fight. Okay. Everything else comes out of pocket for the fighter. So say for instance, an up and coming fighter. Okay. We'll make, let's say 10,000 to show up, make weight another 10,000. If they win the fight, that's only if yeah. they win the fight. Right. Now, oh, shit. Right off the top, you know, anywhere between 15 and 20% goes to the manager. Then, you know, of course, you got to pay taxes. Then on top of the taxes, you know, you you take a percentage of that pay also goes to, you know, the team, the training team, the training partners, and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. At the end of it, you know, if that twenty grand turns into eight real fast, and this is 
you know, eight grand for a potentially eight to 12 week training camp where they did nothing but focus on that. Dude, that's fucking trash. Okay. Okay. So having that said, you, but you disagree with, with Yang's uh, uh, point of view on that? I do and I don't because here's the thing. I mean, if the government comes in and they're able to regulate it, I think it's going to end up ruining, ruining the sport. Okay? It's a lot like what they did with boxing. Okay? But they had, to, they had to physically come in and regulate boxing because there was too many allegations, too many, you know, counts of throwing fights. Especially right, they were in bed with the mafia. Exactly. Right. Leading all the way back to the Prohibition days. Yeah. You know, they were, there were guys throwing fights to the point where it had to be government regulated. Now, do I think the, these fighters should get paid more? Absolutely, I do. But I think it's something as simple as, you know, just letting these guys have their their sponsorship banner back. You don't have to freaking completely go and try to take over the company and regulate it, government regulate it. So, okay, that that brings me to another topic. I think, Brett, you might know this one. Um, what did they call it, Teddy Roosevelt? What is Teddy Roosevelt? Fuck, I know this. They, they call him the what breaker. Huh. You can Google it. No, I get it. I believe you. All right, I'll buy it. What they call him? Uh, what did they call him? I'm Googling. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was asking my boy Brent. <laughs> you didn't even know. You were like, okay. No, 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 I know. I just... Like, damn, he's calling oh. us out now too. No, no, because like... no, it's because I know what they call him, but uh, my like, I forget words, bro. Um, the trust, the trust buster. Remember that? Okay, 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 okay. So my history is uh, right. So T- Teddy was Teddy Roosevelt was known for breaking uh, trust, right? So he was the guy that would go and um, and kind of be like not step in as the government to kind of take over uh, industry, but more like step in and say, okay, all right, this needs to be broken apart. I will step in only to break it apart and then let the free market take over. You get me? Okay. So if Andrew Yang was to promote something or not promote, but um, whatever, um, say something like that. I will step in only to break apart the UFC and make sure that there's competitors, make sure that the free market is fair. You get me? I would be on board with that. But if he's talking about like nationalizing the UFC or taking over the UFC, I would have a problem with that. Like that's very two different situations right there. No, agreed. But what I think, and I know this sounds. Like, I've, I've changed my views just ever so slightly. What? Ever so slightly, I've changed it. Okay. So, government, if it's to break up monopolies, right? I think government should set up its own government-owned enterprise 
in order to break up that monopoly so it can't it can never be bought because it's government owned there will always be two at least if you, okay. you feel or, or it's like oh govern okay i'll buy dole bananas or i can go and i can buy the the government bananas i don't know us bananas right you know and the the goe the government owned enterprise sets the baseline for all the other companies for red tape right right i see what you're saying so the government should be a competitor in the free yes i see I like that idea. That's actually not a bad idea. See, I'm I've I've become very not anti-government. I'm not going to say that, but I've become very small government or over the past couple of years. But I do like the idea, or I I think you know, as far as my intellectual capacity goes, I I do believe that you know having the government play uh, or compete in the private sector or with the private sector would be the better ideal, especially when it comes to healthcare. You know, um, I think, you know, the private sector, like the healthcare should continue uh, in the hands of the private sector. But if the government wants to come in and compete with prices, compete with coverage and offer its own coverage, then I think that should be an option too. That would be, I think that would be a great idea, actually. That would be the perfect idea because then you have, a balance of both. And right. I don't know, the, the only problem I see with that is, you know, that eventually they're going to start making laws in order to benefit them, to stack the chips in their favor. I mean, for, you, you still see that to this day. I mean, even in California right now, okay, our governor, Gavin Newsom, all right, when the pandemic first kicked off, right, told everybody, okay, you cannot work, shut down a bunch of the wineries here in California. Right. Yeah. Yet somehow the one that he owns was still allowed to be up and running. No shit, really. That is an actual thing. Well, I was thinking of it being more like the like the treasurer's office, but it's a winery. You know what I mean? Or healthcare. Yeah, but he still freaking used it to his advantage to benefit his own company, and you're seeing that a lot now. A lot of like politicians are getting called out for. You know, make you know, making laws in order to benefit them, them or you know, a lot of these you know politicians are millionaires. Okay, yeah. tell me how you become a millionaire just investing it in stock options. Okay, when your salary only comes out to one hundred fifty thousand to three hundred thousand, you know, a year. How the fuck? So, are you so what you're saying is basically what you're saying is even if the government was to play the, the role of a competitor with the free market, they're going to find a way to stack the chips on their, uh, in their favor. So basically they're going to find a way to corrupt it no matter what government is always going to lead or end up in corruption at some point. So you tell so me how, how multiple politicians are on record of buying thousands of stocks in Pfizer before 20, yeah. the 2020 p- pandemic fully kicked off. Right. By the way, I looked at a list. I'm just saying, listen, I just looked at a list of investors in, in, I think it was Moderna or Pfizer. One of the names in that, and I'm not saying anything, but one of the names in that is Trump. And if you, if you remember, as of lately, he's been, he's been, uh, 
promoting the vaccines. Well, that wouldn't surprise me. You know what I mean? So uh, you have a point there that, you know, people in politics eventually will be corrupted. Well, he, he, he's, he's a businessman. Yeah. He said from the beginning, he is a businessman. And now he's not the president anymore. So he's right. going back to what he does best, and that'd be a businessman. So yeah, you know, I don't see that as a, as a mark against him. He's doing what anybody with money would do. I mean, I'm just saying, uh, what I'm saying in this case is I don't trust his word when it comes to the vaccine, if he's investing in it. It's yeah. in his best interest to sell it. You get me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn, I missed these conversations. <laughs> Speaking of the uh, of Trump, uh, who you got for for twenty twenty four, the or Trump? Ooh, who who or Trump? That that's that's a, that's a tricky one. Who who who's the other guy? DeSantis from Florida. Yeah, the the governor of Florida. Oh, you know, that's that's a tricky one just because you know, DeSantis is really popular amongst you know the Florida people, but I'm not right. sure if you know he has you know the debate skills and the charisma and everything else like that to compete with Trump for the Republican vote. I think he's much more calculated, much more. Absolutely. Absolutely, you know. Absolutely, um, but Trump could talk his ass off. He need, yeah. Well, DeSantis would have to learn how to get dirty. <laughs> uh, Trump is too bombastic. I think. I think Trump wins because Trump's too right. Bombastic. But, but you got to remember on on debate alone, you can't judge how things are going to work out because look at how it turned out with Biden and Trump. So the, the question I is, so much. I hate Biden so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! The, the question to me comes down to what do the American what what do American conservatives want in this country, right? So do we want Trump? Do we want a pit the guy that's going to go out there and just fucking let loose, or do we want a person who's more uh, level headed? Someone who is has more of a you know the the leadership uh, characteristics. You know what I mean. Not saying that Trump doesn't have that, but DeSantis has great leadership. He's proven himself as a leader. So what what will the Republicans want in twenty twenty four? You know what it what is the the uh, I guess what's the energy that the Republican Party has right now? Do we want another pit? Do we want a people back in office, or do we want a more level-headed, you know, leader? I think, like, like I'm from I'm from Trump country. This is Trump country right here. Right. So, like, every, like we like they they all want bombastic Trump back in. You know, they they want him back in because, yeah, they they, they just want him back in. They, they believe that the, they they still believe that the election was stolen. <laughs> what do you think? Was it was it stolen? I'm sorry, here. 
I'm I'm being told I'm being yelled at right now. Uh oh. Oh. <laughs> no, she's pointing me out and telling me right now. I was like, don't you dare. Don't you dare say it. Say it. She was walking into the room and she was listening in on the, on the conversation. Oh. And she's like, hey, you know, she was saying that uh, she wants someone like Trump, but, you know, better. And, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I have never been scared of anyone below five foot four until I started dating my girl. The little ones, man. The short ones are the ones that catch catch you off guard. (laughs) She's closer to Satan. (laughs) That's she's short, so she's fiery because she's closer to Satan. That's all. That's what it is, man. That's what it is. I mean, the other day I caught her. I woke up and I caught her looking over me. I'm like, "What's up?" You know, "What's up?" What? She was about damn near about damn near punch me in the face. She's like, "Yeah." She's like, "I had a dream you you freaking cheated on me." I'm like, "Oh, well, damn." Oh, was I at least good? But no. that's the worst. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she's she's great. <laughs> What age, what's uh, <laughs> you didn't tell me about your dating, bro. I didn't even know you were dating, much less you had a stepchild. Yeah, I got a, I got a stepchild. You'll never guess what his name is. His name is Mark. Nope. <laughs> his name, what's his, his name? Dom. It's what? Dominic. No, get out of here. Yeah, that is. <laughs> How old is he? Six. Oh, okay, okay. You got a little dog. Okay. Yeah, but I got a little bean. You got a little bean. <laughs> a little, little bean. See, man, I told you. He missed his two Mexicans, or his three Mexicans, that he had to find one of his own in Nebraska. So you're, so wait, 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 wait. wait. So your girl is Hispanic? No. Oh, she is. She is a uh, German citizen and American citizen. Oh, I always knew you were fucking racist, Brad. I fucking knew it. And then her, <laughs> her mom, her mom is from Germany. Oh, Actually, fucking Brad! Of course, a German, right? Fucking racist. Listen. <laughs> It was this conversation was going so well until your fucking racism started to show. It went what? south so fast. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brett. I remember when, when we were on deployment, Brett would always call me boy. And I and I would always be like, Hey man, you're banned from saying boy. You cannot call me boy ever again. <laughs> what boy? Yeah. Boy. Boy, hey man! <laughs> no, oh my god! Oh man! Well, it, I never got boy, but I did get his Viking coming out one time. Oh, oh yeah. shit! It was the well, night that we all went out uh, drinking. We went to one of the brunches in Bahrain. Okay, now for for your listeners, you know, so they don't—they probably don't know this, but 
in Bahrain, you know, they have these brunches on the weekends where between normally about four hour time period, right? It's all you could eat, all you could drink alcohol. Right. You better believe we took advantage of that real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so we get back, we finally get back to base. Okay. In one piece, thank God. You're welcome, by the way, boys. I had to sober up <laughs> y'all back, but we get back, you know, decided to go smoke one, you know, with bread. And I don't know what the heck happened. His ancestors must have came crawling out of him or something because <laughs> next thing you know, he's talking to me in a Viking voice, like accent and all. Talking about Valhalla and the Valkyries. <laughs> It's yeah, a it's a Mario <laughs> coming out like I don't know how Mario sobered up so quick. Okay, I literally had to carry this dude back to to base. Okay, yet by the time we were done with our first few cigarettes, somehow you had magically sobered up, came out, slapped red one time, and told him, "Hey, <laughs> stop being so loud." <laughs> <laughs> Go to sleep. God damn. <laughs> I, I can't remember that. I can't remember so enough. Like you guys. I don't are- know how. I don't know whether it was the burger that I that I made. I force fed you or what? But you sobered up fairly quickly. <laughs> that was the first time we took bread out. Like bread. I had not came out of his room the entire time we were there. He was stuck in his room, play. I don't know what the fuck he was doing. I mean, I'm not even going to say it, bro. But he was in there. <laughs> he was doing this introvert thing. Yeah. No, that was the first time we took him out. The crazy yeah. thing is, like, because I was chasing after you the entire, entire night, Mario. Like, during that entire brunch, I was chasing after you. Like, I still have the videos that I sent you guys of you, you know, dancing and freaking running around, like, I would try to cut you off. I turn around, turn back around. You had a new drink in your hand. (laughs) (laughs) Eventually, I had to take you outside. But Taylor, on the other hand, decided to make friends with the locals. Now, again, who don't know, okay, Bahrain is considered the party island, especially for people from Iran. Right. They come over to drink. Occasionally do drugs and hook up with prostitutes. Right. You may ask. I'm actually quoting someone who told me this. When I asked, hey, isn't this against your religion? Or, you know, why are you guys, you know, over here drinking and hooking up with hookers and stuff like that? Isn't that against the guy's religion? The exact quote I got was, Allah cannot see over water. <laughs> so it was okay to party on the island. <laughs> Yep. So Red end up spending these four hours drinking with the locals, and then and then try to befriend every cab driver we had on the way back to base. You know what my biggest fear was with Bread, and I'm not gonna lie to you. My biggest fear when I saw Bread talking to those Saudi guys. I thought he was gonna say something inappropriate. I thought he was gonna mention terrorists. I thought I don't know, dude. I was scared. I was like, oh no, Brad's gonna get us all killed. <laughs> Yo, 
You know, I thought the same thing. I can't lie. No, I was I was in a learning mood. I was in a learn I was in a in a cultural learning mood. So I just inquired about their cultural heritage, you know? I remember it. And the funny thing the funny thing is that it uh-huh. No, you, you, you did, you know, you were, but yeah, we, we were still worried. I was waiting for that for the southern boy to come out. What? The funny thing is that it was me who ended up screaming terrorists. <laughs> and dude, the dude was just coming out of the mall too. It wasn't like he was like doing anything sketchy too. Like the guy was just walking out of the mall. Like he had his like shopping bags and everything. I thought he was having a good time. And then I know where you're just screaming terrorists. <laughs> I'm like, bro, shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're gonna get us blown up, children. Oh the worst part about it is we just so happened to pick the one brunch in town where all our higher chain of command was. Oh yeah, man. We had thieves there, MA1s. I mean oh. shit. I was just talking to MA1 Moreno about this too. Yeah. He, was there. He, came, he came and checked up on you a couple times. Yeah, I remember um, him. I remember him. He's he's drilling with me here in Lamar. Oh, shit, oh. really? Yeah. Oh, shit, what up? <laughs> but Man, I, I'm really sad that we don't have Do- uh, Mondongo here. Man. I yeah, that but, but I, I bet you he's working, man. I mean, I'm, I'm proud of him, man. He's a uh, he got picked up, you know, he's the DOD, DOD police now, the federal police now, you know. It looks yeah. like he's doing good, man. You know, I know he was having some hard times there for a bit. Yeah. You yeah, know, so. yeah. I, I, you know, that's what I like about us four, man. Like, I remember, um, I don't know if you recall, and I, I'm not putting anyone's business out there, you know, just being very general. But when Brad was going through his hard times, like, we all came through, you know. Um, there is anybody at the same time. Go on. This, did you say something? No, no, it's my girl talking in the background. She's she's invested in the conversation now. Oh. <laughs> I'm just curious. Uh, okay. Do you guys all do the same job? I heard I'm sorry. I heard I heard a random voice in the background. I was like, wait, I was like, where'd that come from? What the fuck? <laughs> no, and it was this is my lovely girlfriend, Sib. <laughs> oh, welcome. Anything. <laughs> but I'm just curious. So you guys did all the same job? Yes, we all did the same job. Have you guys all yeah. everybody at the same time? No. You guys all together rest one person? No. Oh. <laughs> Your job is not that exciting. It's not. Oh, okay. I'm going. <laughs> Wait, is she drinking whiskey too? No. Oh, okay. He That'll can't be fun. Up with me even if I did drink with I believe it. Those are the lightweight. You're you don't want to talk on me. Oh, oh come on, come on! Out of that four, out of that four hour brunch, it only took you three drinks to freaking. No, yeah, get the fuck out of here! Yo, if I wouldn't have taken away that last drink, you would have been stripping on the bar. I'm just saying, oh, you're welcome. You know, I had more than three drinks. <laughs> Hold up, we did a couple shots of of uh, sure did Sailor Jerry and Jose Cuervo, and that doesn't mix, okay? We sure did. <laughs> we were down in Jose pretty damn quick. Hey, I'm glad you got my back, Rob Brad. 
Yeah. I'm just saying, I was drinking the same thing. So, Brad, what what is it? There was a there was a day when um I want to say this was in UAE. Brad had been drinking all for for I forget how many days straight, bro. Um, uh, what is the day you were drinking? Merchant. It was called Merchants. Is that what it was, bro? This motherfucker was drunk for three days straight. Oh, I I I think I remember that actually. Bro, <laughs> I was drunk as hell. I was like, I would me and me and me and those are worried. Me and Amador were talking like, like, yo, should we check up on him? Like he's been drunk for three days. Like what the fuck? I was I was pretty hammered. But you know what I was doing? You know what I was doing the whole time? Just playing some fucking farm sim, dude. I missed home. Playing some farm sim. Oh, farm simulator. <laughs> You know, you know, you know. I started playing because of you. I started playing uh, Trucking Simulator. Oh, it's fucking great, isn't it? Yeah, oh, dude, I fucking love that shit, dude. I used to play that shit for hours. <laughs> Man, you sit, you sit behind the wheel. You get, you get a steering wheel. You're backing that trailer up. Oh man, it's nice. I love it. <laughs> the first couple times I went down the ditch, but I got the hang of it. <laughs> No man, there's some there's something about there's something about driving a combine and drinking that just that just reminded me of home. Man, <laughs> drunk and driving a combine. Did you uh, hear? To... Hey, did you hear what happened to that that one dude from uh from the Avengers, Hawkeye? Uh, yeah, he, he got ran over, didn't he, or something like that? Bro, he got crushed by his own John Deere. Oh man. Yep. Is that okay. one? Was it was it a John Deere? No, 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 no. I'm tripping. Was it or I think it was a snow I don't remember what it was. It was a big ass vehicle. It might have been a snowplow or something? Yeah, I think that's what it was. I think that's what it was, but he got crushed, but like I don't think he's gonna walk again. Damn. Damn. Whoa. And I think well, I think at the time though? I think he was trying to help somebody out at the time too. I think he was yeah, I think he was helping a neighbor out. Helping I, I had heard something about that, but I, I I didn't read the article. Yeah. But that's pretty fucked up. Yes, that's a bummer. <laughs> oof. Got oofed. Do you guys keep up with, with anyone else from uh, from this last deployment? Um, Aslan. Yeah. Kept up with Cody, my boy Cody's doing really good. Yeah, I think Cody's doing great. Dude, Cody, let, let me let me really quick share how like my interaction, my first interaction with Cody. Right. Cody is the type of guy that doesn't come across as like he's successful. He's not. He he doesn't have that uh, that added, you know, like like he's better than everybody else. But when you get to know Cody, you come to realize Cody is a very successful businessman. I remember one of the first interactions I had with Cody. I was talking about a fellow sailor, like I was talking shit about I forgot who, and Cody stopped me in the middle of me talking shit, and he goes, "Hey." 
he's like, how about we not do that? Because he's not here to defend himself. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I've never had anyone tell me that before, you know? And I was like, no, that makes sense. I'm going to stop talking shit. He was like, yeah, if they're not here to defend themselves. Don't talk about them. And I was like, shit, you're right, dude. And that that stuck with me till this day. Cody is a real stand-up guy, man. If I hope he listens to this, but if you're listening to this, Cody, dude, I admire you. I look up to you, and I can only wish to be half the man you are one day. Man, Cody. The, yeah. the couple times I had a inter, uh, interactions with him, he was just he was just the most chill dude. He was all about his, his, making his money, you know. Man, he was he was he was, he was a real cool dude. I really miss mm-hmm. that dude. Yeah, he had he had a good way of carrying himself too. I mean, there's a reason I never called him Cody. I never called him Cody. I always referred to him only as Mister Cody. Huh. Oh, hey, you know what? I don't. Believe you. He he always carried himself in that demeanor. He asked me that one day. He's like, "What? Why do you always just call me Mister Cody?" I'm like, "Cause you carry yourself well, man. You don't carry yourself as just anyone else. You carry yourself, you know, professionally at all times. You know, it wasn't yeah. like oh, he, he put up a a face, you know, he didn't change at all when he got drunk, you know, if if he ever got drunk, you know. Right, I never even saw him drunk. Yeah. 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 He always, he always, you know, carried himself well. He was always smoking them cigars, though. You best believe he was. He made, he, uh, he made me throw up one time with a cigar. <laughs> oh, man. There, it takes a special yeah. kind of guy to be smoking cigars. That and he didn't warn me that you can't smoke a whole one on your first try. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I was puking my brains out for the rest of the night. Oh man, that's hilarious. But yeah, man, what do you what do you miss most about like okay, let's let's go back a little bit, right? Okay. And and I'll tell you this to you. Sometimes I find myself out here working, you know, I may be with my family, my son, my girl. But there is a feeling that I can't shake that I miss. I want to go back to the days when I was, you know, out here in Bahrain. You know, it, it, was, it was, you know, some, some situations were hard to deal with, you know, but I miss everything. I miss my little, my little trailer. My little bunk bed, you know, my rack. I miss the hardship of it. I miss the void. I miss the the humpy trail. Like everything, dude. Like sometimes I almost feel like there is no place for me here. Same. And I go back I, and I think about. It. I I feel that same way a lot of, a lot of times too. I'm just kind. Of, and people out here, they say I have a type A personality, and I'm like. I really don't. I really don't have like that's just that's just like if you hang out with some of the guys that I've been deployed with, they have class A, they have type A personalities. They're real go getters, right? And and here I am, like this is just my natural state, and it's that that culture that surrounding that I'm in. You know? It's just one hundred percent at the end of the day. You know the guy next to you has your back. You know, yeah. got you. And like you don't get that out here, and that's that's really what I miss. 
Yeah. I mean, after four, after four years, we're still talking. That's what I'm talking about. You know, a lot of people don't realize this, too. You know, they just think, oh, you know, he was on deployment. You know, he was away from his family, away from his friends, everything like that. But people don't realize how easy it can be over there. You know, the job, the job could be hard. It could be long, everything like that. But it's it's simple because when you're out yeah. there, you're only focused on the job. The job, that's it. You know, you're not worrying about who's talking smack on social media. You're not worried about, you know, your plans for the weekend. You're not worried about, you know, all this. How are you going to make rent? How are you going to pay the bills? You know, right. how are you make time to go to little Johnny's birthday party? You know, you're right. You're no, locked no. in. Right. I mean, you build your routine, and it's the simplicity of it. It's it's addicting. Yeah, yep. yeah, that, that's your small ecosystem. Exactly, and you know, on top of that, you know, you end up building a bond that you know you just can't find like that out here. You know, you form a a bond with with people. I mean, shoot, we we were only together for one year back between 2018 and 2019. And here we are to this day, still talking. Yep. I remember, I remember it. What was it? I can't remember what airport it was, but we were. Oh, great. Yeah. You're going to make me cry again, bro. <laughs> dude, dude, I, I cried, dude. I gave, I gave you the last hug and then I was off. And then, you know, and I was the four fucking years, man. Still talking. Still got each other's back like we never left. You know, uh, me and me and Brad. I think I think we were in in Virginia, right? Thanks, so. I won't say it was Virginia, but I think that's the last time we saw each other. But we said goodbye to each other, and somehow we ended up meeting up again after we said goodbye to each other. We, we ran into each other again at a bar and we started talking and this guy that was right there, I don't know if you remember, Brett, but this guy that was right there, he heard our conversation. <clears throat> Sorry. Yep. And he, he bought us drinks and, you know, we started talking to him. But, dude, that last goodbye that I said to Brett, bro, that shit, like when I walked away, like I was holding it in, bro. I, I hugged Brett, you know, shook his hand. And I knew, like part of me knew that I was probably never, or it was going to be a long time before I saw this guy again. And we had just gone through so much together, you know, whether it's working, whether it's, um, you know, whatever, like, you know, the adventures we had. And dude, I just remember walking away from that and, and just holding it. And just be like, you know, fucking man up, you know, I don't want to see, I don't want to see, I want this dude to see me tearing up and shit, but Walking away and just, just fucking letting it go, man. Like, oh fuck. Yep, it, I did too. I was like, don't let this guy see me cry, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Uh those are we lost you. Yeah, man. I, I have no idea what happened. It was getting good too. I was getting emotional. 
Bro, yeah, man. I was telling him, dude, that 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 last that last hug, man. That last, I something in me knew that one either I'm never gonna see bread again, or it's gonna be a very long time before I see bread again. And that shit just had me in my feels, bro. Hundred percent. I was I was feeling the same thing. I was like, oh man, oh man, don't do this. <laughs> and then. And then every time we were on post was running through my head. Every time, you know, I was walking away and I was remembering when we were on Romeo, when we were on Fixer ECP. Right. And I was just like, damn. Yep. Damn. <laughs> That's just fucking, it hurt, man. It hurt leaving, leaving up bar. Like, that one hurt too. Like, the last time I, I hung out with Amadova, the last time. Fuck, dude, that shit was beautiful, man. Like, I saw Amadovar last year. I flew out to Delaware. And uh, it was great, you know, but fuck, that's one shit that the military does to you is they give you these long-lasting friendships then you have to say goodbye. Yep. Yep. It's rough. It's rough every time. Get, is any is anybody reach out to Do, uh, Dovar? Uh, I met. I tried calling him a little while ago, but he didn't answer. No. Okay. All right. Fuck it. He'll join us on the next one. Yeah. Yep. Sure. But uh, I don't want to keep you guys, man. You guys, if if you guys need to go, let me know. Well, I got I got my contacts in for the night, so I really, I'm really just doing traffic right now. Gotcha, gotcha. What about you, those Are you good? Yeah, man, I'm good. We can keep going. I'm gonna serve me another uh, another drink then. Stand by. You guys uh, keep my audience entertained while I go serve me another drink. Fair enough. All right. So, buddy, question for you. Yeah. Have you done the Super Trooper thing yet? Super Trooper. Well, I I'm do have the aviators. I'm, I'm just saying, have you played the meow game yet? I I haven't done it yet. Oh man, but I want to. I want to. Oh, I come, come on, man, you're in the perfect position to do it too. I know. The thing is, uh, like <laughs> I look exactly like uh, Deputy T Dangle from Reno Nine One One. I look exactly like him. With the, uh-huh. uh, with the screaming eagle and the aviators, yeah, all that's missing is the handlebar, and like that is it. And <laughs> like I look exactly like him. <laughs> it's uncanny. He's my doppelganger. I can see that. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. He is. He is. Yeah. But, oh man. But man, other than that, man, how you been? Life treating you uh, good? Yeah. Because you were drunk as shit up in the mountains, bro. Come on, I, I need was, some details I'm, about this bachelor party you went to. Ooh, I was hammered. That altitude did something different to me. It hits different, man. It hits different. I drink the, the same amount I, I drink all the time. And then the altitude just, it, it, it hit me different. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm drunker than I thought I was. Uh, so, 
how how were the Denver strippers? Strippers? We didn't we didn't do no strippers. What, what kind of bachelor party did y'all have? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you the, the, the my boy's bachelor party. Oh wait, are you are, are are you worried that your boy's girl's gonna listen? Okay. Right. You, no, did, you not, didn't have strippers. It's he not that. Yep. It's not that. What what you what else? Definitely did not get lap You gotta use your Bill Clinton voice. <laughs> that is that Logan. He did not that. have sexual relations with that stripper. <laughs> <laughs> no, Logan's too uppity. He he's an uppity Democrat, is what he is. Oh, okay. Like, like, like an one. He's an uppity Democrat. <laughs> and that I, I, I know you know what I mean by that. Right. The ones I think they're better than you. But oh, that's, that's the kind of guy he is. So, so those are um I mean When's the wedding? Well, we still have to figure that out. (laughs) Talking about strippers, I don't know. You might have to use the Bill Clinton She keeps telling me that she's not going (laughs) to marry me, but I don't believe her. Oh, shit. You know you love me. (laughs) Hey, it's all about the long game, bro. You just just wait it out. Eventually, she's going to give in. Oh no! I, I already know she she is. I proposed to him and he rejected me. Oh, fucking <laughs> Jerry Springer! <laughs> oh, hey, Jose Luis! <laughs> Damn, she put me on blast. <laughs> Nah, it'll come in due time. Okay, I got a question for you guys. Go for it. Have you ever heard of the artist Hank Hank Trill? Hank Trill. Hank Trill. No, I have not. Is he a country artist or what? No, it, it's a it's a it's he's a rap artist, but it's Hank Hill doing the fucking voice. Can you play? Can you play a little bit? If you talking out your ass, I pop out with this thirty. Oh bank. Now my diamonds looking rarer than my steak. No. So, so on this on this deployment, I was trying so badly to get Taylor to actually get a tattoo, and I oh, found that's him right. the perfect one. Oh shit! The tat, the tat conversation. Yeah. Oh man, I tried so hard to get you. To, I even offered to pay for it. I would I say know. Mountain Dew. <laughs> Mountain no, Dew. <laughs> It was Dale from uh from King of the Hill. And he was throwing a uh, pocket sand because every time I saw this dude, like when he as he would walk away from me, he would always look at me dead in the eyes, all serious, right? 
and just out of nowhere. If we if we got too serious, whenever we we say goodbye, he'd go pocket sand, yeah, and then run away. <laughs> you know, if Brett if Brett was to get a tattoo, it would have to be either Copenhagen or Mountain Dew. Dip and do. Dip and do. Dip and do. I remember remember when they, they uh who was it? Somebody had posted on the group chat um that kid that had the big ass um what was it, bro? The jawbreaker. The jawbreaker. <laughs> Brett. <laughs> yeah. So, so, for those of you listening who don't know, like when you're in formation in the morning, uh, guard mount, right? You're getting inspected. <laughs> they're inspecting your uniform, your gear. They're making sure that you're on point before you go before you go to work. So this fucking guy, Brett, <laughs> he was off his lip with a shit ton of uh, dip, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he got yelled at for it, and then somebody, somebody, uh, we had a group chat, and somebody sent a, a picture of that kid from Ed, Ed and Eddie. Is that what it is? Yeah, Ed, Ed, Ed. oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they said Brett on guard mount. <laughs> Yo, my boy, you oh. pack that thing in pretty tight, like. <laughs> You did like half a can into one fucking one lipper. I remember one time he was like, he was like, hey, <laughs> he was like, I, you want to try, you want to try one of these? And I was like, all right, fuck it. So I got, I got. Immediately after that, I was shitting my brains out. And he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, <laughs> right there. <laughs> You got them dip shits, boy. You got them dip shits. Yep. Where the dip shit came from. Yep, dip shit. Oh, I fucking hate you guys, man. Yo, he he did you wrong on that one. Not even a warning. I was expecting you to throw up, but. Bro. Brent and Cody did me really wrong. Like, Cody did me wrong with the cigar. He didn't tell me ahead of time. Hey, he bought like he bought me and Amadora a cigar. We had a rooftop. We were just smoking. I was up there like, yeah, like, sunbathing. Like, yo, like this is badass. Like, look at me. I'm up here like fucking drinking and smoking a cigar. Within like 30 minutes, bro, I'm just like, oh, look, my stomach didn't feel so good. So I fucking run and I start puking my brains out. And I from that moment on it went downhill, bro. I'm just puking, puking, puking. And then uh I thought it was the pizza. And then Cody at one point he's like, Oh shit. He's like, Where's your cigar at? <laughs> I was like, what, what do you mean, where's my cigar at? I, was, I smoked it. And he's like, All of it? And I said, All of it. He's like, You're not to... <laughs> he's like, You're not supposed to smoke all of it. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then fucking bread the fat ass fucking dip didn't warn me that that shit <laughs> and then and then another time gave me uh, one of the pouches but I guess the nicotine in it was too strong so 
Dragon. Oh, man. Nicotine's a fucking bitch, bro. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. There's a warning label on it for a reason, man. What is... Um... I will tell you. Dip is a natural anti-parasitic. Wait, what is it? Oh, wait. First of all, Brett, before I ask, say anything else, are you still smoking? Yep. Okay. Tried to quit multiple times. I remember. I was trying to help you. I know. I know. I know. But my girl smokes, and I smoke, and we go out on smoke breaks, and it. Ah. I know. I know. Trust me. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not shaming you for it. You know, we all have our vices. Mine is drinking. I'm just saying. Mine's drinking, Which, smoking, and gambling. Maybe not gambling, but I am pretty oh, good at no. gambling. <laughs> How's your? Uh, oh well, shit! You you live in Nebraska, don't you guys have a lot of reservations out there? Well, we have reservations, but Nebraska doesn't allow gambling besides Keno. So we have to go to Iowa. Oh, shit. That's garbage. It's okay. Iowa is literally right there. <laughs> what about you, uh, Dozer? How's your, how's your drinking, man? You know, honestly, it, it's gone down. I quit smoking. I damn near stopped drinking, dude. I mean, I, the bottle of Stillhouse that I have right now, I've had it for months now. You know, and... uh my beer, you know, if I buy myself a twelve pack, you know, that'll last me, you know, about two, two weeks, three weeks, or that. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm a, I'm a social drinker at this point, man. You know, I only ever really drink if I'm having people over, or if I'm going out. You know. I remember when we, uh, we were roommates. <laughs> you, could go to the, you could go to our fridge, and there was no food in it, but it was packed with beer. <laughs> <laughs> like that first three shelves we had it packed <laughs> there's no room for fucking food in there anymore we yeah. had the freezer <laughs> man after after Germany I turned into a beer connoisseur like, bro Germany was no joke bro holy they shit fuck, they didn't fuck around with their beer oh, bro man. when when I got back to the U.S. from Germany, nothing, nothing did it for me anymore. I could not get drunk off a of beer anymore. It would take a lot, bro. And not only would it take a lot, but it tastes like piss water. Yeah, like what is this shit? What the fuck? Yeah, dude, like this ain't a beer. God damn it! They they were <laughs> handing us forties out there too. It wasn't like a oh you know here's a here's a small little beer. No, no, they were handing us forties. Bro, the yeah. leader. The fucking yeah. leader. The whole fucking leader. And you didn't get drunk. Remember- it was awesome. It was so good. Oh. Oh, I miss that shit. So remember remember on my birthday, Brad? Yeah. So I'm going to tell you guys a story, right? So I never celebrate my birthday because it's a long story. But when I was 15, my mom threw a party. No one showed up. So ever since I was 15, I never celebrated a single birthday of mine. Little story there, a little backstory. Anyways, uh, on my, I want to say my 30th birthday, I turned 30 in Germany. And I told, 
Well, I didn't tell nobody. I was just kind of there. I didn't even tell the bartender. I was just kind of there drinking my fucking birthday away. And out of nowhere, I see Brad walking into the bar. And I'm like, hey, Brad. And then he's like, hey, man. He's like, happy birthday. And I was like, you remember? He was like, of course I remember. And he was like, I want to let you drink by yourself. Bro, when I tell you I held back tears. (laughs) Bro. Like, that shit was so special to me. Like, him just showing up and us drinking it. Even the bartender, like, he told the bartender, like, oh, it's today's his birthday. The bartender took shots with us. Like, it was fucking great, dude. It was so simple. It was just us at the bar in Germany. But to me, it was, like, one of the most special birthdays I could ever remember. Like, that's one of those memories that's going to stick in my mind forever. Hell yeah. That's beautiful, man. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Brad, what is a memory from Bahrain employment? You guys remember, or it could be Bahrain, it could be UAE, that you guys are going to keep in your mind forever. Like, what is that one memory that comes to your mind? Oh, it would be when we threw that party in. Uh, uh, Espinoza's, or is it, is it Espinoza? X Man is what he yeah. goes by. Yeah. Yeah, Espinoza. Yeah, when we threw a party in his room, we were all drinking. I then I had you have a wine glass of the fucking merchants, and y'all hated the merchants so much. And I was like, <laughs> why? why do you hate that shit was like freaking paint thinner. Like, I don't know how you were drinking that shit. <laughs> Three day. That's what I was drunk on. I know. I, my body cannot get used to that shit. I don't think my car would be able to get used to that shit. I was like, Ooh. <laughs> uh, I was like, Ooh. I would step. I would. I would get off. I would get off. Uh, uh, you know, work. Coming back from work, and I, I would have like a half glass of that every every night after a long shift outside, just drinking in the sun. <laughs> Those were good fucking times, man. It was. Uh, all, you all, all, our, uh, all our uh, hotel parties, man. Those, those are just all great memories, man. I remember this. Oh, there's a yeah. video that he sent me that I can't share. I can't talk about online, but I mean, I can't talk about it in public. But there's a video that he sent me at one of our hotel parties. That I <laughs> I got out of hand. <laughs> you, you say that like it's it was singular, bro. You got out of hand at most of those parties, bro. Out of all of us, who was the most okay? Out of all of us, who was the craziest drinker? Who was the what? The craziest, like who who took it to the next level when it came where we drank together. Yeah. Um, you and Brett, because you guys would feed off of each other. Okay. <laughs> we would feed off. Each what other. You, it's like you know, it's like having two flames next to each other. You know, the second one started to dim out, the other one freaking made it brighter. Like <laughs> never ended. <laughs> and like one minute you guys would be talking about freaking about just. Some random shit like you guys could be talking football one minute, then the next minute 
you guys are talking politics and the next minute philosophy. And now Mario wants to dance. So he's out in the balcony <laughs> with Brad Pink smoking out there with them, just rocking back and forth. <laughs> and then Mario, not wanting to smoke, grabbing whatever he had available at, at the time, pretending he was smoking. Like, <laughs> you tried smoking a potato wedge. <laughs> but yeah, y- y'all would just feed off of each other. <laughs> but ah, those were some great times, man. I had, I had a blast back then, man. Fuck, man. We gotta, we gotta meet up. Me and Amadorma, Alma, fuck, I'm drunk. Me and Alma Dovar. Me and Alma Dovar were talking uh, a couple nights ago. And he was like, dude, we got to set up a meeting. We all got to meet up again. I can I can imagine us as older guys, like one day, you know, we're fucking old and gray and we have a meetup, you know, like we have a tradition where we meet up every every month of this year or every other year. You know what I mean? And and we just continue this friendship for eternity, bro, until we're all dead. Hell yeah. Sure, I'm done. That would be fucking amazing, man. Because you guys legit, like, you guys are like brothers to me, man. 100%. Same here. But, dude, you're, you're close enough that I could actually drive and go see you, man. I've been so freaking caught up in my own shit. Don't there, please, bro. Let's just fucking meet up, dude. I have a house, bro. Come over here. Spend the night, spend the weekend, whatever the fuck you want to do, bro. I'll take the, some days off. Let's hang out, bro. Come out here. Oh, we'll, we'll find some time over there. I'm sure we will. Let's make it happen, bro. I, I miss you, bro. And I need. I already went to see Dovar. I need to go see my boy in Nebraska. Listen, when it comes to going to small states, like small communities, I'm all for it, bro. If I go over there in Nebraska, Brad, I don't want you to take me to the city. Take me to the fucking... Take me... Nowhere, bro. Show me what you like to do. I'm not into that whole, oh, I'm going to take you to downtown this or uptown this. No, fuck that shit, bro. I want you to take me to the shit that you like to do. Well, honestly, if you really want to know, bonfires. Bonfires at somebody's house. Dude, that's all I fucking do here in my backyard. Bonfires. (laughs) We have bonfires. We drink around the fire. And, uh, yeah, we just go fucking crazy. I want to get drunk with you again, Brad. I want to get waste. Uh, Brad, I want us to have a bonfire. I want us to get some whiskey and drink until we fucking pass out, bro. Dude, we're going to feed off each other like the old days. And catch on fire. We're both going to catch on fire. <laughs> <laughs> fire one and fire two. Oh, dude. Your fire's going out. Let me help you. <laughs> Hell yeah. Man, I'm so I'm I'm kinda legit kinda sad that my boy Dovar wasn't in this conversation. We'll get him next time. Dovar. We'll get him next time. Mondongo, if you're listening to this, I love you, bro, but fuck you. <laughs> Oh yep, there you go. There's the whiskey talking. Yeah, I'm pretty drunk. Not gonna lie, I'm pretty, I'm pretty toasty, guys. See, I told you, two drinks. Motherfucker, I've been drinking before we got on this call. <laughs> I would be drinking with you guys, but I'm I know. I'm you know, what's crazy. 
so after coming back from Germany, remember I told you, like I could drink a shit ton, bro. And coming out here, it got even worse. Like my drinking got insane, bro. Um, I was drinking every day, seven days a week. Um, from morning, from the moment I got up, bro, I was drinking, dude. I the first thing I would do is get up and go get alcohol and just get tipsy, and I would continue that shit all day until nighttime. And um, like my, when I tell you my um, uh, tolerance was high as fuck, like it would take forever for me to get drunk. <laughs> No, me me and my girl like like we we always have a fridge with beer in it, like pretty well stocked usually. We usually (laughs) always have an eighteen pack ready to go. (laughs) Oh shit. Me, me and her, like, we just have a beer here and there, and one or two, you know, we're not getting too crazy. Mm-hmm. But she's just as much of a beer drinker as I am. That's beautiful, man. You know what, dude? Like, I'm gonna be honest with you, dude. Like, I, at one point, I used to think, like, oh, yeah, you need to find someone who who doesn't have any vices or doesn't have any any bad habits like that. Then I got to a point where I was like, you know what, bro? Like you got to enjoy life. Like I want to go out with a bottle of whiskey in my hand. Like that's, that's, that's me, bro. Like I'm never going to stop drinking whiskey. I'm never going to, I'm never going to stop being like a drinker, you know, like I'll, maybe I'll tone it down. I'll calm down a little bit, but when it comes to drinking, like that's it, dude, I like whiskey. That's it. I like whiskey. I'm going to die drinking whiskey. It is what it is. Maybe picking on the guitar playing the blues. I mean, I think, I think you're fine in like moderation. You know, it's it's when it gets to the point where you know you need it to fully function that it becomes yeah. a problem. I mean, no, no, I've, yeah. I've known guys who would stop at the Seven Eleven before before work, get themselves the big gulp of soda. And fill half of it with vodka, half of it with with soda, and just sip on that. Wow. You know, before their day started. God damn, that sounds like me, bro. <laughs> That's what I used to do. But yeah, when it when it's at that point, then yeah, it's a problem. But yeah, I know some guys out here that are better driving drunk than they are driving normally. Just from the sheer amount of fucking alcoholic they are. Yeah, yeah. because I guess when you're when well, I'm I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> She's gonna go in the air. I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> no, you know the, the thing that I know about about you, Brett, is that uh that you grew up with a lot of these people, man. Like, well, mm-hmm. pretty much everyone, man. You. you your county only has three thousand people, so I can only imagine you trying to pull somebody over. Be like, "Look at here, Taylor. Okay, I've known you since you were in diapers, shitting your pants at old man Jimmy John's fucking barbecue. Okay, I don't want to hear it. 
Okay. No. Yeah. I, I run I'm into that. You didn't let me go. Hmm. Yep, I run into that problem a lot. But you know what I tell them? Like, listen up. <laughs> yeah, I've known you for this long, and I know you're drunk. <laughs> and I, I know you're driving. So we're at an impasse here. <laughs> Dude, you want to know something? You want to know something crazy? You just reminded me of something, Brad. What? So remember how I told you I moved to a, a red county? Yeah. Totally different world, right? So I was on the job. I'm working in security right now. I left. I I I don't know if you remember, but I used to work for DOD police too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I left that job. Um, I'm working in security right now. It's a it's a it's a really good job, dude. I'm not gonna lie. Pays well, and I don't do that much. So, but, anyways. In L.A., police officers like LAPD, L.A. County sheriffs, they're very paranoid when it comes to citizens having weapons. Even if you're security, you know, they get very paranoid. So out here, I was I was uh, leaving my job site, going home, and I had my gun belt on. I had my uh, my gun in, everything. I didn't. I was rushing out of work, so I didn't take any any of it off. I didn't put it in a lockbox or anything. Yeah. I, uh, I hit a checkpoint, you know, over here they have checkpoints, make sure you're not drunk or all that shit. And I'm like, fuck, dude, I'm sweating bullets because back in L.A., if you get pulled over or if you hit a checkpoint and you have a gun on you, they're going to pull guns on you. They're going to get you out of the car. They're going to have you out with your hands in it, like behind your back, you know, the whole nine yard, like a whole a high risk stop. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm shitting bricks. I'm like, oh fuck, dude. I'm about to get I'm about to get pulled out of the car. I'm about to have guns on me. It's about to be a whole mess. The de- the deputy that pulled me over, he's like, Hey, do you have your license? I didn't have my license, bro. I'm like, Sir, no, I left it I left my wallet at home. I'm sorry. He's like, Do you have any guns on you? I was honest. I said, Yes, sir, I do actually. Uh, I'm on the job. Uh, I just got off work. I have a gun on me. He's like, okay. And he lights up the flashlight on it. And he's like, is it holster? I said, yes, sir. It's holster. He's like, okay, pull over for me. I pulled over. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm shitting bricks. I'm like, dude, I'm about to get pulled out of this car. He comes back to the car. He's like, give me your driver's license number. I gave it to him. He's like, okay. He ran me, ran my plates. I have no record. He's like, okay, man, go ahead. I was like, oh, I was like, thank you, sir. Have a good night. He's like, you too. Dude, that is the difference between a red county and a blue county. In yeah. our, in, in, out here in the desert cities in the middle of nowhere, these people don't give a fuck. These deputies, they don't give a shit, bro. Out there in LA, they would have pulled me out. They would have dragged me out of the car, whatever the fuck. They would have made sure that... I was in handcuffs and all that shit. Yeah. Crazy, dude. Well, I can tell you what I do if I, or if they disclose to me if they have a concealed carry. Uh huh. What I do is like, okay, are you carrying right now? Yeah. And they ask, do you want it? And I'm like, listen, if you plan to shoot me, you wouldn't tell me you had a gun. So can I have your license, registration, proof of insurance? I fucking love it, dude. I love that shit. That's that's what America is. Yeah, I'm not here. 
I'm not here to take away your guns, man. I'm here to, in fact, like support the Second Amendment. That's what my job is. And, you know, frankly, I'm like, hey, and it, that's the truth. If they wanted to shoot you, they're not going to fucking tell you that they have a gun. Right. They're just going to pull it. Yep. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that you use your brain. Like, that's what I tell any cop in L.A. is use your fucking brain, dude. But I guess I guess it's a different environment because you do have that. Is out it's here. We different have, environment, different laws, man. I mean, yeah. I'm pretty I'm certain the only reason he didn't give him a hard time about it is because you're actually able to look up your licenses for uh, exposed carry for guards mm-hmm. um, on the BSIS website. Um, that's why I always have the link open on my phone so, so I could just pull it up real quick. If I, for whatever reason, I leave my wallet or I leave my guard cards at home, you know, I'm able to pull them up and show, hey, my, my cards are active. And especially in the state of California, you know, you're able to drive with your weapon, you know, on you as long right. as you're going from work or to, work. to home or from uh, from home to work. OK, but you cannot make any stop in between. Mm-hmm. So that's ridiculous. Well, there's <laughs> right. There's that. And also my my plates. I sent them to the DMV, the California DMV, when I began working for the DOD police. So uh, if they ran my plates, I'm pretty sure it showed up as a uh, first responder. Well, I, I didn't know California was that bad for the fucking gun laws. Jesus Christ. They fucking California, New York, Chicago were kind of like the poster child for Worst thing to own guns in. Oh, yeah, dude. We got terrible gun laws out here. It's, it's fuck. I mean, j- just because I'm a cop, I can carry anywhere in the state besides the state building. That's the only place I cannot carry. But since I have my uh, cop ID, I literally can carry no matter where. It doesn't matter. I mean- I mean, when I when I was working for DOD, like you can get you know your your Leosa uh, and shit like that. Like that, that's not a problem. But once I left the DOD police, it, unless you have ten years in the force, you can you can't conceal carry. That's stupid. Yep. Well, what wasn't there a law passed just recently, like in the in the in the courts that you can conceal carry in every state? Uh, They're still know, working on that. I know Missouri. Missouri is a constitutional carry. Oh, but and there was a there was a law recently. I, I don't know if you don't know anything about this, Dozer, but um, the the courts, they, basically the federal courts, the they said that it's unconstitutional to not let any citizen in any state to conceal carry. I think I, I saw something like that a while back that they were trying to push for that. Um, like, especially they were talking about that if you get licensed to conceal carry in one state, it should apply to all states. Right. Um, yep. I did see something along those lines. Well, that law 
That's the, the Supreme Court. So look it up real quick. Well, look at it when you get a chance. So the Supreme Court, the judge, whoever, whoever is the judge that Trump appointed, he stated that not allowing citizens to conceal carrying all states, it's unconstitutional. But in California, they presented a they were like, okay, fine, we'll play your game, right? Like, you know, Newsom and whoever the governor is in California. They said, okay, we'll play that game, you know, because we have judiciary uh, branch. I can't even talk right now. But they're like, but we're going to put exceptions to where, where you can't conceal carry. So they kind of kind of went around it. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So they're I like, know. okay, so you can't carry in public parks. You can't carry in public buildings. You can't carry like they basically made it almost impossible to conceal carry, even though it is a, a right that we were granted by the Supreme Court. I can say that I know Missouri is constitutional carry, and Nebraska is working working on constitutional carry, which I'm for. That is that is a God given right. Yeah, you have the God-given right to defend yourself. Like, who the fuck can tell you how to defend yourself? If you feel you need a gun to do it, then you fucking need a gun to do it. Like, the other thing. Like back the time. Like nothing happened. It's so cute. I like it. What is, one, what is one thing about? So, okay, we got we got a question here. Hang on, boys. <laughs> nope. No. Go ahead. No, you're, you're hold on. Before you ask it, go get my last drink before you ask it. Hold on. Stand by. Okay. Less than sixty seconds. I'll be back. All right. No, I'm just saying. Taylor, you, you remember Sib, right? Tyler. I thought you said Brett. It's Brett and Mother. But you call him Tyler. But Taylor. Taylor. Wait, so. His first name is Taylor, but his last name is Brett and Mother. We've always just called him Brett and Mother. Oh. Or Brett. Yep, or we're okay. just Bread. Oh, okay. I'm listening. I'll, I'll sing you Brett. Like, yeah, TT. Oh, no. He's not that white. No, I'm just saying. Well, he is that white, but that's... <laughs> he not. You're white, too. So right. Okay. You're very white for missing guys. All right, all right. So, honey, what, what what is your question? No, I'm just... I was just sitting no, here No, we, we, we in here now. I know, but I'm just sitting here listening to you guys, and I'm just like, you guys are so freaking cute. You guys are all, like, just sitting here like little kids back in the playground and chit-chatting like nothing happened. <laughs> It's cute. I like it. It's funny. Oh, it's yeah. like we were saying earlier. It goes back to the bond that we create in the military. You know? I like it. What is one thing about like these guys that is the most interesting for you? Like, what about Mario? What about Mario that is the most interesting for you? And what about T- Tyler? Taylor? Sorry, Brett. That is the most interesting to you. That's crazy. It's just, I don't know. The user. The fact that we all come from different backgrounds. Yeah. I mean, we're talking, Mario is a guy who grew up 
in South Central. Come around from, you no know, sur- surrounded by gangs, surrounded by everything like that, wow. you know. And you have Taylor, a good old country boy from out in Nebraska. Right? <laughs> and then you, ha- you have me, just a goofy, nerdy guy who freaking grew up in a, yeah, grew up in a bad area, but... Yeah, yeah, Friend zone, real quick. Yeah. Who grew up in a bad area, but I never said I'm from the hood or anything like that, you know? All in all, I would say I just grew up poor, but that's. I'm very glad you, you know, we, we all We all come from different backgrounds, but, you know, we were, we are, we were able to come together. Yeah. Right? I'm glad that you guys all became friends. You guys all sound like you guys are all, I mean, pretty much family, brothers. Yeah, you guys talk are. to each other, cuss at each other. Very nice. Very. Well, if you're not talking shit about your friends, they're not your friends. There's <laughs> <laughs> okay. a difference, though, okay? No, I you have to be directly to them. Because like, I'll talk smack about Mario, but I'll talk smack <laughs> about Mario. To Mario. Oh and I'll God. talk smack about Brad, but I'll talk smack to them. Right. <laughs> I will never say it behind their backs. And if anyone That's starts cool. saying shit behind their backs, you better believe I'm going to put a stop to that shit real quick. Hell yeah. Hey, I'm sorry. Because uh, yeah. okay. I'll, I'll tell Brad straight up, I'm like, God damn, that is some redneck dumbass shit that you're coming up with right now. You need to, <laughs> you need to, you need to take that shit back to the trailer park. Okay. Hey. I'll tell him stuff like that. <laughs> okay. Now, if someone else asks me about it, I'm like, hey, man, what's up with Red? It's like, nicest guy you will ever meet, okay? Little, <laughs> little, little goofy, but one of the nicest guys. Absolutely loyal. Will always be there if you need to hear listen to. That's your guy. What about Mario? Okay. Mario, you want to have a fucking fun time? Give Mario <laughs> a glass of whiskey, sit back, <laughs> oh and you're going to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm talking shit about Mario, all I have to do is look up his Facebook pictures from back, hey. from back in high school, and then that's that's all you need. That's all you have hundred pounds and still wearing baggy clothes, motherfucker. You could have shot that baby gap back then, and it would have freaking been baggy on you. I don't know why you were freaking getting the extra largest. That was the style back in the day, bro. That was the Daddy Yankee days, man. Like, again, these are, these are brothers, though. Here's the thing. I will talk, I'll talk smack to them to their face. But here's the thing. I do it lovingly. Mm-hmm. Okay? Just like they'll, they can come at me just as hard. I guarantee you. If I put them on the spot right now, they'll, they'll come at me just as hard if, if even harder. very nice gentlemen. I don't think that's in their nature. Okay. Mario, go. <laughs> Fuck, dude! I am way too drunk to think of anything. <laughs> Hold up. Bro, you're you're asking too much of my brain right now. <laughs> Hold up! Hold up! Alvarado had that long back going. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> he had that long back. You know what I'm saying? Oh, fuck you, Brent! <laughs> <laughs> No, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. So, I grew up in I grew up in the city. I grew up in LA, right? I grew up around a lot of Latino folk, a lot of uh, black folks, 
And I was made to believe that white people were evil, white people, you know, they were, con they conquered our people and blah, 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 right? When I met, when I went into the military, went on deployment, and I started meeting a lot of people from different backgrounds, like Brett was one of the first few people that changed my perspective on a lot of things. And Brett Meyer, this white dude from Nebraska, you know, farm, fuck, I don't know where the fuck you, I, when I picture Brett's uh, hometown, I don't know, I picture like trailer parks, I picture pigs everywhere, I picture chickens and shit. I don't know where the fuck you grew up, Brad. I just that's what I picture. Overalls, as far as the eye could see. Right, <laughs> but uh, math. I don't know. I don't know, Brad. I love you, bro. But um, I like Brad gave me a different perspective on everything I grew up believing. I was like, wait a minute. Like these people don't hate us. These people aren't racist. These people don't think that I'm lower than them. These people are just out there trying to make it themselves. Like fucking bread wasn't he wasn't uh uh privileged there's no white privilege in bread this poor fucker wasn't privileged I have so much. In, I have more in common with bread than I do with a lot of people in my neighborhood. You know, so it it totally changed my perspective on things. Um, as far as uh, Dozer, you know, Dozer came from a different part of California than I did. So we, you know, we interchanged ideas. We were like, "Oh, I'm from South Central. Oh, well, I'm from Central California." And like, wait, what? What is that? Like, what is Central California? What is the culture out there? I didn't realize it was a whole different culture of California itself. You know, so it's like if my mind opened by meeting different people, you know, one of our friends that's missing here in the conversation, Almodovar, he's from Delaware. So, you know, that's, that's like a whole different culture. It's just we met, we came from different backgrounds, different upbringings, and we realized how how similar we were. How the fuck did us four coming from different backgrounds connect so much? It doesn't even make sense, right? It wouldn't make sense to the average person, but we made it work. We came together. We bonded over struggle, whatever we were going through, and we made a lifelong partnership, a lifelong friendship, brotherhood. You know, that's I think that's what I, I love about these two guys. And, you know, I'm a Dobar who is not with us right now, but... It's beautiful. Like I like I said, the, the last time I ever saw these guys, I fucking cried. I cried in silence. I cried on you know, when they weren't looking, but you know, it it was hard to let them go. It's a beautiful All right. I had to swallow my beer down with my tears. <laughs> it's true. I had to swallow a beer down just to keep them tears back. <laughs> okay. As of right now. Take a hold up your glass, you guys, and take a chair. Take a toes. Take a toes. Toes. Cheers. Whichever. Cheers. Drink your Mountain Dew, Brad. Cheers. Uh, cheers, boys. <laughs> cheers. No, I tell you what, like where I'm from, the 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 Kentucky waterfall is still creme de la creme of haircuts. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have a I have a question. You guys, yeah. I mean, if I can ask, 
You guys all <laughs> met in the military, correct? Or do you guys all meet at this deployment? This past deployment? On the, whoa. The so, I guess my thing is, why did you guys all decide to join the Army or the Navy? Sorry. Oh, that's a party foul right there, bro. She said the <laughs> Army. <laughs> First of all, the Army can't drink as much as we can. She'll still call me an Army. <laughs> it's military. I don't know the difference. <laughs> We drink out, out in the Navy. We drink like a fish. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, the Army can't drink like we do. All right? <laughs> That's the first thing. I don't why know. Did... I just... But yeah, um, why did you guys all decided to join the Navy? Brad, you go first. Well, from I'm from Nebraska, so I mean, like, I'm fucking landlocked. So, yeah, it's kind of <laughs> odd, but really... My dad was army. Oh, nice. And, and I was like, you know what? I want to pave my own path. But you know what? I don't want to go to fuck. I don't want to go to fucking middle of Iraq and be a ground pounder. So you know what? I'll go somewhere where I'm always deployed to a fucking beach. <laughs> <laughs> Good call, Brad. I'm always gonna play beach. <laughs> and then you end up in Bahrain. <laughs> ah, how wrong I was. <laughs> that and education benefits, like nice, yeah. I I came from like trailer trash, so I mean I didn't have much opportunity. So what did you do? Yeah, Mario. Mario, Mario, you know what? Mine was all an accident, dude. It was literally literally an accident. How? So I was at work. I I used to work security. And I watched the video. I was watching YouTube videos and an advertising came up about the Navy. And I said, click here to learn more. And I was like, oh, let me click here to learn more. And then you click there to learn more, and it said input your information to learn more. I was like, okay, let me input my information to learn more. Bro, I think you killed my girl. She's <laughs> <laughs> literally choking on her drink right now. Oh my god, that shit was hilarious. I clicked on this app. <laughs> I said, learn more. I wanted to learn more. <laughs> so then it says, input, it says, input your your name and your information. So I did that. <laughs> Within 10 minutes, bro, 10 minutes, I get a call. And I'm like, what the fuck? I answer the call. It's this guy, I heard you wanted to learn more. I was like, in fact, I did want to learn more. <laughs> and that's what I do with the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's too funny! <laughs> I'm going to another country. I'm like, what is this shit, bro? What? How did this happen? I just wanted to that's learn more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's no, too it's, funny. That's funny. I I always knew I wanted to join the military branch, but you know, I originally had my my eyes set on the uh, on the army, actually. So. 
I went into the recruiting office, right? And the uh, recruiting office was a giant one that had every single branch in it. You know, you had Marines, Air Force, Navy, and Army. So I go to the Army office, and I go to open the door, and the door's locked. Okay? So I go to walk out. I'm thinking, okay, you know, I'll come back later, later today or anything like that. And the Navy recruiter sees me, and he yells at me. Tells me, hey, what the hell are you doing? What? I'm just like, what? What? He sees me at the army door. I'm like, what? I'm looking for, like, no idea. I just see this man in a sharp ass uniform, crisp as hell. Right? He's like, get your ass in here. I'm like, guess I'm joining the navy. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my. God. After that, that was it. I never went back to speak to the army again. <laughs> you, you and Mario. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh, that is too funny. You guys are too hilarious. <laughs> Click on his ass. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason why they're those go to the spam junk mail. <laughs> 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 oh, you guys are too funny. <laughs> I'm surprised you guys haven't like you know, <laughs> like bruise each other, punch each other, or anything like that. Wait, you guys haven't done that. I think we haven't punched each other. Yeah, you guys never like got to fight among each other. No, we we joke around and like wrestle a little bit, but that's about it. Like we never. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure if we spend more time together, I would punch Dozer in the right in the fucking nose too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, (laughs) you both got the nose to make it look like your nose. I have been told I have a very punchable face. <laughs> Isn't that what happened? That's why you had to get nose surgery. Yeah, because you want to stop oh. punching me in the face. I did not punch you in the face. Yeah. Damn, the, 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 the all this fucking Jerry Springer shit is popping out of nowhere. No, what? Jerry she's, yeah, she, she's violent. Jerry, Jerry, Dozer. Wait, do they still show this show? No. Jerry? no? Oh. What's up, man? If you need help, let us know, bro. We're here for you. No, being a guys, I am fine. <laughs> the relationship I am in is a healthy and happy one. <laughs> <laughs> I love my girl very much. <laughs> she has scissors. <laughs> She's going to get you. She's she, she going to get you. May speaking of girlfriends, my girlfriend, I I probably should be calling my girlfriend right now. All right, yeah. We should probably be ending this. We've been at this for almost two hours now. I want to listen to this later on because I'm fucking toasty. I'm 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 pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty drunk right now. I'm not gonna lie. Alright. It was well, fun talking to you. You're, you're able to edit it well enough that you know, because we went off the rails a couple times there. There is nothing being edited. This is going to be uploaded the way it is. People are going to listen to it the way it is. Damn, you raw dogging it. 
And you guys go ahead. Once I give you the link, share it with your friends. Have them listen to it. The shit is going to be off the rails. It's always off. <laughs> sounds, sounds good. All right, All right so brother. Quick shout out to a couple of people we mentioned. Mr. Cody, cheers to you, Mr. good sir. Yes, sir. Yep. And um, Alan, you little fuck, you should have joined us. You little motherfucker. Hey, I'm going to beat you. No, I love you, bro. You um, really want up, motherfucker. <laughs> You're going to get jumped by all three of us when we see you, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, but all right, boys. We'll talk again soon, all right? I love you guys. Love you too, brother. Talk to you love soon. You all right, y'all have a good night. You, you too. too. Peace. Peace. All right. Brett, you still there? Yep. All right, man. Love you, man. It was great hearing from you again. Great hearing from you. All right, broski. Uh, hopefully, we make this trip happen soon. I'll go see you soon. And um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm fucking drunk. <laughs> All right, brother. All righty. Take care of yourself, man. Be safe out there, okay? Love you. You too. Love you too. Bye. All right. Bye. Whiskey Talk with Mario.